Give us free. Give us free. You remember that? From Amistad, 1839. The slaves took over the boat and killed the captain, the slave ship, and they killed several of his crew. And eventually they were captured and they went to trial. And one of the slaves blurted out in court, give us free, give us free. And you know, it's funny, uh, John eight thirty six says, so if the son of man makes you free, you are free indeed. Well, I want to talk about that. Give us free. These men on this slave ship, on this boat, uh, they were talking about a physical freedom uh, from an unjust law. That was justice to ask for freedom because they didn't do anything wrong. They were captured from their own land, taken, beaten, some of them killed. And uh, in the process of trying not to be killed or enslaved, they killed. So it was self-defense. And however, there is another freedom that we all need. And in this, we're not physically bound. We're not in chains. We're not in ropes. We're not in handcuffs. But we are still enslaved. Uh, and, and, and oh, by all means, we most definitely need liberation. Uh, what are we talking about? We're talking about freedom from the world, freedom from the flesh, and freedom from the devil. And these can be more binding than being a, a slave of somebody. Because in that, you might have more hope. But when the world and the flesh and the devil got a hold of you, you you pretty much done until you get liberated. You see, these three have so many bound. They're in bondage. They're in spiritual bondage. And here's the problem. They don't even know it. Even if you told them, they say, no, I'm not. And you, yes, you are. No, I'm not. And you go on like that forever. Sin has been allowed in these kind of folk. It's been permitted and it's running rampant. Huh? Running rampant. It's just loose. It's footloose. Huh? And in the process of sin being allowed in so many people's lives, it's wreaked havoc. You, you, you look right now in this time of diseases and viruses and, 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 and syphilis and gonorrhea and, and cancer and floods and hurricanes and so forth and so on. All this stuff that the Bible said was coming and, it, and it's here. You'd think folk would be trying to find God. you think folk would be trying to get closer to God. And you know what people are saying? When are we going to start our sports back up? When are we going to be able to get out and get back to the things we love? What about Jesus? There ain't nobody trying to worry about Jesus. Folk trying to get back to what pleases them, what makes them happy, what brings them joy. And what about God? Shouldn't we be concerned over the fact that this is not our home, this is not our world, that there's another building not made with hands, but eternal in the heavens? And they look at you like, what in the world are you talking about? 
When we die, we gone. This is it. You better have some fun while you're here. Wow, really? Yep, yep. We right back to that. So the question comes to mind. For those of us who believe that we are bound, how do we get free? So John, who walked with Jesus, he wants to tell us in the eighth chapter, 31 through 36. In fact, <laughs> he wants to tell us what Jesus said. So in the 31st verse, he says to the Jews and anybody who's listening, all who want to believe him, Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, you then are really my disciples. Those of you who are listening, those of you who really want the truth, you are my disciples. Then you will know the truth. This is 32. And the truth will set you free. And this is what they said to him. These Jews who were there, the Republicans, I mean the publicans. They said, listen, who do you think you are? We are Abraham's descendants and have never been slaves of anybody. So how can you come up in here and say, we shall be set free? Who do you think you are? And this is what Jesus said in 34. Very truly, I'll tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now, a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to that family forever. So if the son sets you free, you shall be free indeed. And they looked at him like, I don't know who this think he is, but we ain't slaves. And this is how people feel today about Jesus. The same way. This Bible was written hundreds of years ago, and they still feel the same today. It's like we live in the Bible all over again. Just look at 33. They said, you better take another look at us. We're Abraham's descendants. We're somebody. We ain't never been slaves. Really? Wow. And look at folk today. They still think they something. You can't tell folk today that they are bound by their flesh. They're bound by the world. They're bound by the devil. You're like, man, get out of here with that. The people... Um, and, and, and just to take this a step further, let's go to verses 23 through 25. Jesus says, you are from below, but I am from above. You see, you are of this world, but I, I'm not of this world. I told you that you would die in your sins if you do not believe in he or believe in me that or who, who's been sent by him, you will indeed die in your sins. And this is what they said in 25. Who are you? Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is what the Republicans, I mean the Republicans said. Who are you? Wow. My, 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 my. 
And then verses 26 to 30. Just what I have been telling you from the beginning, Jesus replied. I have much to say in judgment of you. And Jesus can judge. We can't. I have much to say, verse 26, in judgment of you. But he who sent me is trustworthy. And what I have heard from him, I'm trying to tell you. Huh? I'm trying to tell the world. And 27, they did not understand what he was telling them about God, about his father. So Jesus said, when you have lifted up the son of man, then you will know that I am he and that I do nothing on my own, but speak just what the father has taught me. The one who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, for I always do what pleases him. And thank God, even as he spoke, some of the folks believed in him. Hmm? And, and, and then Jesus clarified what true disciples look like. He wanted to make it perfectly clear. He said, let me be clear. 31st, to the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, then you are really my disciples. And then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. We have to stop acting like we are elite. We have to stop acting like we are privileged. You are not entitled. Who do you think you are? My God. Huh? Don't you let who you are fool you or blind you. Please understand. Jew, non-Jew, Gentile, male, female, black, white, it doesn't matter, Hispanic, Middle Eastern, we are all sinners. Asian, Indian, we are all sinners. Huh? As it is written, there is none righteous. No, not one. Romans 3 and 10. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. 23rd verse. 6, 23, 3:23. Look at the wages of sin is death. The gift of God is eternal life. John 14, 6 says, is necessary. And Jesus answered saying, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. There is no other way. You want freedom? You won't give us free? It has to come through me. Huh? And if the Son sets you free, 
you shall be free indeed. Jesus is the source of our emancipation. Hmm? He offers forgiveness to anyone and everyone who believes in him. You can claim Jesus all you want. Talking about you're a Christian. <laughs> Nobody's going to care. People are going to go by what they see in you. And here's the question. Do they see Christ in you? Because we know this. Christ ain't putting children in cages. Come on, come on. Christ ain't saying let them starve. Come on, come on. Huh? The last, the lost, the least. Jesus helps them because they cannot help themselves. Huh? And, 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 and so some Republicans, I mean, I mean, some publicans said, Lord, when did we see you hungry and not feed you? And when did we see you thirsty and not give you something to drink? And when did we see you without clothes and not give you clothes? And when did we see you in jail or in prison and didn't come and visit you? And Jesus said, when you did not do it unto the least of these, you did not do it unto me. Wow. Now be gone. Get on away from me. Not only do I not know you, but I never knew you. Wow. Wow. Yeah, give us free. You see, your words and your attitude and your actions give you away. Yeah, yeah, you ain't real. You fake. You're false. You're counterfeit. Faux pas. Huh? And Jesus said, get out of here with that. Wow. Nobody has to judge you. We're looking at what you do. Your actions speak louder than your words. You need freedom. You need Jesus. Yeah. God is beseeching us through the mercies of Christ to submit. Jesus said he's weeping. He's crying over Jerusalem like a mother hen over her chicks. He's saying, come on, receive me. And the word says, but you would not. You said you didn't want to hear it. Wow. Jesus is so full of compassion, waiting for us who are shackled by our sin. And we don't want to admit it. We're tied up, but we think we're free. Unbelief has us. Sin has us. The world has us. The devil has us. And we think we're free. We're tied up in fear. And we think we're free. Oh, the man who believes he's free and don't realize he's tied up. He's more slave than anybody else. Give us free, Lord. Jesus does not want us tied up. He wants us to understand something. Freedom is a matter of the heart.
you know, after being a police officer for 23 years and being a private investigator for defense for the Superior Court, I've been to so many prisons, so many county jails, state prisons, and I've got to know a whole lot of defendants. And I know there's what you call foxhole religion. They're only a Christian because they, you know, in trouble. And judges ain't buying that. A lot of judges get upset saying, don't come into this court talking about you're a Christian. Where were, you, were, you, were you a Christian when you was robbing people? Were you a Christian when you was on drugs? Were you a Christian when you was out there killing? So I, I get that. I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking about the ones who really have given their life to Christ. And this is what they say to me. I, folk who's killing, who's killed one, two, three people. And they say to me, sometime 10 years now, after they're, they're, they're crying. I don't know why it's always 10, but it seems to, that number just seems to pop up. They say to me, I wish 10 years ago that I could have got myself together and I could have understood what people were trying to tell me, but I just didn't get it. He said, but I understand now. And I've given my life to Christ and I, I can't bring them back to life. But I, I, I wish that I, I knew then what I know now. I'm free. I'm locked behind these prison walls. But my soul is free in Jesus. And I'm going to speak to other inmates and tell them about the love of Christ. Because even though I've done some horrible things, I know I'm free. And I look at them, wow. And they put the hand up on the glass and they say, man, just put your hand up on the glass and pray with me. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> what are we on TV here? Great day. You know, it's like this dude is serious. I had one Hispanic dude. He cursed me out. He told me, get the blank away from this, from my cell and on and on and on. And I went back and told the judge and the judge says, go back there and tell him either he accepts you as his investigator or he ain't getting nobody. I went back and told him, and then I said, listen, man, just let me do what I do, and then you can weigh it out. And when I did what I had to do and came back, he, this is what he said to me. He says, man, I, I, I am so sad. I am so sorry that I disrespected you. He said, and, and I don't know what happened, but I've been talking to people here, and he said, the spirit of the Lord has moved on me. And I looked at him like, okay, this, this fool crazy. This crazy. And I, and I said, man, and he said, man, can I pray with you? And he started praying. Boy, I thought we was in church. I don't know what got a hold of him, but he said, man, thank you for coming to see me, especially after I talked to you the way I did. And he said, the love of Jesus be with you. I know he was changed. Huh? I know the word of God got a hold of him. Huh? So, so there are people in prison who are more saved than those going to church and think they're saved. Yeah, yeah. Huh? You, you, you have to know Christ, and when you do, no man can meet Christ and stay the same. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. You, 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 let, let, let me just say this, and we're going to wind this up. When God sends someone into your life, and he says he's from God, you will know by his actions, by her actions. The power of sin over them will be broken. 
the penalty of sin over them will be broken. Will they still sin? Yeah, yeah, because sin is sin. But the power and the penalty of sin, we are free from that because of God's grace, because of God's immaculate grace, because of God's shed blood. What Jesus is saying to us is, do you really want to be free? And he says, the reason I ask some of you is because if you do want to be free, let me start in your heart and in your mind. Let me untie you. Let me break your chains. Let me get you out of bondage because you're tied to stuff, stuff in movies, stuff on TV. You are bolted to the internet. You're still hanging around folk that have you all tied up and you don't even know it. Let me set you free. So when you say, give us free, this is what we're really asking. If you truly want to be free, then follow me. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now for your word. We thank you for your kindness. Lord, we thank you for your grace. You are truly God and God all by yourself. Oh, how we thank you for your peace, for your comfort. You have come into our life and you have turned our lives upside down. And we say, thank you. We didn't even know how much we needed you until you showed us who we were. Oh my God, wow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for opening our eyes. Now that you've blessed us, now that you've changed us, now that you've fixed us, help us to do what you said in your word, and that is go into all the world and teach them what you've taught us. Not being a know-it-all, not being pious, but just showing them this is what knowing God can do. This is what knowing God looks like. Come and go with me to my father's house. Hallelujah. There is peace. There is joy. There is love. Will you come and go with me to my father's house? Hallelujah. Bless God. This is Faith Worth Finding Ministries, Weekly Encouragements by Nam Ware. You can find it on podcasts, Apple, and Spotify. Tell a friend. God bless you.